busy. Oh, here's my phone. Welcome to the Epic Release Adventures podcast. This is our pilot episode here. We're going to try to work things out on the fly, learn how to edit, learn how to deal with all this audio stuff, and just overall figure out a podcast. All three of us are present here. Be myself, Doug Jackson. To my left, Timmy Yoder. Hey, how come we start with my nickname? Timmy? Yeah. You're Timmy. Oh. It always been Timmy. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Tim, Timothy. Timmy. And Joshua Beebe on the right. Beebe. Will be known mostly as Beebe. We we did grow up together playing sports, so we refer to each other a lot by our last names. Um, Beebe, for sure, has been Beebe more than he's ever been Josh. But, I'm sure there's people out there who don't even know my first name. That's right. <laughs> I'm sure there is. Yeah. Actually, my son, as a kid, used to ask when we had you and another friend that would come over at the same time he'd be like when is josh and bb coming over again i'd be like no it's it's josh and drew not josh and bb bb is the same person with that being said we'll start with introductions to ourselves and i'll turn it over to timmy yoder first and let him tell you a little bit about himself all right uh my name's tim yoder um born and raised in southwest missouri my whole life love to hunt fish float the rivers in the summertime, pretty much stay bundled up and uh, brush up on skills in the wintertime. Play music when I'm not hunting. Um, got a couple little girls. Married for 17 years. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. That's in time, boy. That's <laughs> made it longer than the rest of us. That's... <laughs> but uh, yeah, love to uh, chase whitetails here locally and get out west when I can running elk and muleys in the high country. Uh, Timmy is pretty humble, but he is definitely the fittest of us all. He's a big CrossFitter. Nah. Um, I think he's preparing for a, a event right now, actually, coming up next month in February. Yep, 1st of February. That's right. Without, team competition. That's Kansas City. Got to have a team member. He can't carry himself. Team of four. Oh, two guys, two girls. two girls. I got gotcha. you. I will say we've won it the last two years. Uh, so, a little bit. Humble, brag. Yeah. humble brag, humble brag. All right, Joshua, why don't you tell a little bit about yourself? Yeah, my name is BB, and I am married with two kids, two and a twelve-year-old. Yeah, no, he's eleven. He'll be twelve here real soon. Uh, but hunter, fisherman, enjoy. Uh, started actually just fishing because that's what was easy, right? Uh, we just figured out our first audio yeah. correction. I can hear myself Working the kinks a lot out. better. So, yeah, I uh, started fishing because being raised by a single mother, that was easy for me. Um, it wasn't expensive, and I could go fishing whenever I wanted. So did the fishing thing. I really didn't get started into hunting until after high school. So I'm still pretty new when it comes to hunting, still learning as I go. Uh, definitely in the archery side of things really loving the archery side so that's kind of where I keep my focus but I learn from Timmy and Dougie a lot but uh, I am a, a banker been doing that for about five years now and I truly uh, enjoy being around these guys so 
we, uh, like Dougie said, we were all raised, you know, in the same area and kind of grew up together. But I think as we've gotten older, our friendship has gotten stronger. Um, and it, the, the common thread is probably hunting and fishing in the outdoors. Yep. And like I said, we're, we're working out audio issues as we go. So Josh definitely picked up a lot better there for a little bit. And then he did trail off just a little bit at the end. Um, that was him getting more comfortable and relaxed and he kind of sat back in his seat there but what, what sports did we play together baseball baseball football football yeah baseball and football uh, we all kind of took our turns of what years we played and faded out at different different times but mainly football and baseball Biebs, what year did you move to the area 99 my freshman year was my first year okay okay yeah. at, at uh, the high school you guys are just gonna have to be close today yeah that's all right Dougie and I played sports dang near just after we learned to walk. Our dads coached the teams together. Yeah. So I was in Springfield then. I was yeah, really were. raised uh, elementary, junior high in Springfield, and then ended up moving to Nixa my freshman year in high school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we grew up, Me, like you said, me and Timmy grew up playing basketball to Assembly of God. Mm-hmm. Um, carried some teams through there, and then I couldn't wait till we got done playing. I got a big plate of biscuits and gravy as soon as we were done. <laughs> you remember more, the biscuits and gravy? You, you were more worried about the food than you oh, were. Man, his fitness was not in. As a kid, he was yeah, fitting fitness. that biscuit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, my name's Doug Jackson. Um, I'll be referred to a lot on here as Dougie. Uh, my father's name is Doug as well. Uh, maybe at some point we'll have him on here. Um, so I've grown up as Dougie. I'm a State trooper for the Missouri State Highway Patrol. I am remarried this last summer. We went out into Colorado and actually had Timmy. He got ordained and married us in the mountains. Fun times. It, it was, was fun, fun times. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, we all got to go. A few other people went with us and it was a small little gathering at a cabin and right you know, nestled in the mountains where elk were right across the road in the meadows. So had a lot of fun there. Did some fishing while we were up there, some hiking. I've been hunting my entire life. I was introduced as a young boy with, I grew up, my grandparents, my uncles hunted, so I was always with them. Um, I love to do about any kind of hunting, but archery hunting is my favorite. Um, and I've always you know, chased deer with a bow, but recently we've dived into going out west a little bit. Uh, me and Timmy went two years ago, so we'll we'll talk about that a little bit on here on this podcast. Um, we'll probably have a specific episode for the elk hunt just because it had some <laughs> some big points to it. Some ups and some downs. <laughs> some very, very low lows. And I love to fly fish. I'm around here, you know, Missouri, we do have some availability of fly fishing, but I love going to Colorado and trout fishing. And love to get out in the kayak in the summertime and do that as well. For smallmouth and whatever else we can get our hands on in the river so with that being said that's us um this this group we have here is called epic release adventures we do have a youtube page facebook and instagram hopefully we will get a little bit more active on those now we are we've started how long ago do you think we started this we originally started as team break line epic epic EPA. how long yeah. have we done that Probably four years. Yeah. Four years ERA. And, and then before that, it was Team Break Line for a couple. Yeah. And basically all it was was us wanting to share our adventures in the outdoors with everyone else. 
Um, it takes a lot um, of energy and time to try to actually film. So we don't have a lot of videos. Uh, we get big in it at times, then it fades off, and then we get big in it again. Um, if you go to either Epic Release Adventures YouTube page, uh, Josh originally had his started, and it's attached to his like regular Google account. So just recently we did start a new Epic Release Adventures page. That way we can start putting our videos on there. But I've, I'm starting to migrate the old videos over to it as well. But there are some fishing videos, me and Josh. There is a great uh, whitetail deer hunt in northern Missouri where Timmy filmed me as we sat side by side in a couple stands. Fun and a couple... Hunt. Yeah, a couple turkey hunts on there as well. So hopefully we'll be have have some more to offer you on as videos as that goes on here in the next couple of years. I know Timmy has footage right now from this deer season of his, his wife shooting a pretty nice buck on their new farm. So we'll talk about that as well. Yeah, I'm working on some editing on that one as well. So looking forward to getting that fully completed and uh, getting that out there for people to watch. So our plan or our hope for this podcast is to at the beginning here we're going to start trying to do at least one a month one episode a month if we get decent and figure out the editing and everything else and if we get some followers we may move to twice a month but that's going to be you know time is is a oddity to, for us due to our schedules so when we're available we're going to try to do them at least once a month for now yeah, yeah, it should be fun. Um, I think we're just going into it completely, um, uh, I don't know, lack of better terms, just just rookies with this podcast thing, but have been hunting and fishing our entire life. And the whole purpose is to um, be transparent, be real, and share our experience uh, with you guys. And, um, you know, everyone comes from a different background, different past. Everyone has a different experience growing up. Um, I know with the three of us, we have very different upbringings. So, um, and it, it definitely makes an impact on your experience in the outdoors. Well, that's, and as, as, as much as we're all alike, I mean, we're, you know, we're a group of friends and we share a lot of the same mindsets, but we all have our very own different ways of thinking, uh, ways that we've been brought up. Like you said, you know, um, Josh, Josh, like he said on his was, he was raised by a single mother. Mine and Timmy's mothers both died at a fairly young age. Uh, we both all have kids, different times. Me and Josh have been divorced. Timmy, like you said, is going on 17 years of marriage. You're actually going on 18. Didn't we decide that? 17, 18, somewhere in there. Well, Hunter's 18. You got married. Oh, okay. So 17 years this year, going on 18. Okay. There we go. He'll be... Yeah, got married at... It'll, uh, be, it'll be 19 this year, Timmy. Oh, you think it'll be 19 I know this year? Be. Oh, so 18. Because you... Hey, I'm on 18. Cause oh, because no, Hunter's 18 this year. Yeah, and he was born right after... Well, you guys were on your I'm a little better at hunting than I am math, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, next to, next to schools. Yeah. Oh, wait, I shouldn't shouldn't diss them like that. That we, we had a really good academic system as a young kid, so... It's a lot bigger now. It was yeah. big back then, but... Gosh, it's huge now. It's blown up. So... Uh, we all have different ideas of what we want to do with this um, podcast as far as we're going to talk talk stories, we're going to talk strategies. Um, lessons learned. Lessons I mean, that's learned. how you learn. You you talk to people that have, have 
done what you want to do or what you're doing, learn from their mistakes. And um, we're going to bring, we may be bringing you fitness advice at times. Um, like I said, Timmy, Timmy's our expert on that that side a little bit more than the rest oh, of boy, us. No pressure. Um, talk, you know, we may end up talking some testosterone. We may be talking some good books. Uh, Joshua definitely is going to be bringing some whiskey tastings and different things about that situation. Um, and really just going to share everything. We, one of the things we're definitely going to focus on a little bit this year is we are in the means of starting to plan a Western elk hunt. Um, like I said, I haven't done it a lot. As a kid, we used to go rifle hunting elk um, with my grandparents and my uncles. And the last time I'd went was my senior year in high school. Uh, we all graduated 2003 from Nixa High School. And I had never went back elk hunting until two years ago when me and Timmy went. And now that's about about all I think about is getting back out there chasing elk in the mountains. With the fire. So we're going to talk about that this year. Not only are we taking Josh for his rookie, his virgin voyage. virgin voyage to elk hunting You're camp. You're a mountain virgin. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so... So we're going to talk about that. He's new to it, um, getting situated up. He's going to get a new bow this year, so we'll talk, you know, setting up his bow, archery tech, and everything like that. I recently had shoulder surgery December 22nd, and I'll be, we'll be talking, you know, getting back into shape and being able to shoot a bow and stuff from here on out. Um, Right now I can't even lift any weight with my right arm, so, you know, once it comes time, I'll be pushing hard to try to get you know back in shape for that timmy timmy will be ahead of us on the physical physicality aspect as far as in shapeness to go to colorado but timmy battles altitude sickness yeah i was about to say so you will learn in future episodes that fitness is not the be-all cure-all it does definitely help but it does not make you invincible so we'll 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 travel through that um it's it's January now, so no, not a lot of hunting going on, but we'll start preparing for uh, fishing and turkey hunting, and, you know, you guys will get to follow along with that with us. Hey, let's tell them real quick about our last little adventure. Talking about the Chiefs game? Yeah, I'm talking about the Chiefs game. How about them Chiefs? Uh, you guys, <laughs> Josh didn't join in with Baby, us. why did you not say Chiefs? <laughs> I am not a uh, Chiefs faithful fan. <laughs> uh, but that being said, he's not a Chiefs fan, but he went with us. We did brave the coldest game ever at Arrowhead this last Saturday. The fourth coldest in NFL history. And I think when we got to the stadium, it was negative, negative degrees. Negative, negative three. three. And fairly windy at Arrowhead. Very. We had a nice little... Uh, tent thing with sides on it and a heater yep. inside so we yep. stayed nice nice and warm before the game uh, maybe there may be a photo out there of us somewhere with our shirts off <laughs> you may posing, or may not find some, posing, some evidence out there posing in front of Arrowhead I had to get those memories that's, that's right that's what it's all about I don't know if we'll do that one again <laughs> oh, sure. I lie we probably will <laughs> you kidding me We're, <laughs> we probably there'll be pictures won't. next year yeah. <laughs> we'll always do dumb stuff so so that being said we all did brave the cold and took our you know, my wife went. It's only her third ever Chiefs game. Josh took his son. 
Timmy took his wife with him. We had another group of friends with us as well. Um, it was a great game. Chiefs came out on top. Actually, didn't even seem like it was that cold once you were in Arrowhead. And it, it wasn't bad. Your vibe. And you're so close to everybody in those seats. I think the heat was rating it off of all of us, so it really wasn't all that bad, except for as we were heading back to the truck. Yeah, it was true Arrowhead pride. Just or, the, the, the atmosphere was great. Fans, yeah. fans showed up, got loud. You know, that was everyone was worried about that. Um, we say it wasn't that bad. I actually bought a bottle of water, and by the time I walked from the little um, concession stand. concession stand over to the stairwell where we were going in, it was already starting to freeze. Um, I had to keep it inside my coat. Oh, it just, was cold. Just so it wouldn't no, freeze. it was definitely cold, but Our, it was very doable. But when you're three guys who like to hunt, you come prepared. Yeah. Right. So we were definitely dressed yeah. to the team. Just, just like hunting, just like any outdoor activity, whether it's hiking, fishing, hunting, it's about the memories and it's about the experience. And, and like you said, with us being, you know, obviously anyone that hunts knows you get it kind of learned that layering is a, is a big deal. I know Josh was out there supporting his QU the whole way. Um, I'm not for sure if I didn't have too much close on up. We have a dog visitor. Hi, Sage. And we have Sage. Hey, come on. Timmy, Timmy's black lab just came in black. to visit us. Come on. Labrador Retriever. Bye, Sage. There we go. We're, we have not set up a studio yet, so we are in Timmy's spare bedroom slash hunting room with a card table and a microphone in the center of it. Raw, baby. Just, What's the best way? That's right. Just three dudes in a room keeping it raw with a microphone. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. Uh, we could go real far. Right so, now. let's just... We're about 18 minutes into this podcast, so we're actually not doing too bad. I'd like to hit about 30 to 40 minutes today. Um, obviously, that's a little bit shorter. That's fine. Uh, let's just give... We've, we've done an introduction... Josh is about to get him a little drink of water, and then I'm going to hit him up with a, a little bit of your history as far as hunting and fishing. Like you said, we've you started you were, you started out as fishing, Josh, yep. right? Yep. So you started fishing when you were in like high school age. Oh no, I've fished ever since I could pick up a pole. So third, fourth grade, I used to live not even 100 yards away from the granddaddy of all outdoor stores, Bass Pro Shop. So I remember riding my bike across Campbell before Campbell was really crazy. You, you Bottle pop. Hold on. This is a little break for some Timmy's Porn, some Eagle Rare, so we're going to take just a quick break here. Buffalo Trace Distillery, Eagle Rare 10. There you go. There, drink, there's a the pour. I don't remember. This is that. actually, so this is Timmy's Bottle. Um, I've never had Eagle Rare. Dougie, have you ever had yeah, Eagle Rare? Yeah, I've had it. Okay. Cheers, so boys. we're going to cheers. Cheers. Wow, that was a loud cheers, everyone. Mm, smells good. Okay, they're just going in for it. Here I am trying to smell it. It's mm. good, man. It's good. I've smelled it before. And this is bourbon. No, you know, it's a whiskey. All bourbon is whiskey. Not all whiskey is bourbon. We could get more into that. We, we will if have If you guys times. are interested, please say what you guys would like to listen to as well. Yeah, we'd be happy to. We we will definitely need as much advice and input from all you. Um, I I've already done a little researching. Joshua's going um, full on here with his gurgling, oh, and smelling, and he Josh is definitely the whiskey guy. 
Timmy Timmy enjoys him some good whiskey, but he's not into it as much as Josh here. But yeah, I think, I, and I'm actually you know fairly new to the whiskey game. I've always liked whiskey or bourbon, but I've uh, really started diving in deep. And I think I had like two bottles maybe a month ago, and now I have thirty. So <laughs> I didn't know you. Were, I didn't know you were I did, that deep. Yeah, I didn't know we, he dove in. So that is that is something to know about Josh is whenever he decides to go in on something. He kind of goes all in. It's all in or nothing. Yeah. And uh, I believe in good stuff. I like to. I purchase good stuff, and just because I believe in uh, make the purchase now, and uh, it'll last you for a long time. So not that I can't afford it, but I do it anyway. So so we'll jump back in. You grew up mm-hmm. near Bass Pro. Started yep. fishing at a young age. So got into fishing. All anytime so, they had the spring fishing classic, always there. I remember watching uh, Van Dam and. All your, you know, Bill Dance and all your bigger fishermen out there, uh, just sitting there and listening, and always pictured myself as a professional fisherman as I was younger. And Wait. once, and once again, you know, I picked it up simply because it was the easy thing to do. Um, I always liked this idea of hunting. I always saw everybody hunting, but uh, I didn't have access to any land. Couldn't drive. Couldn't afford a gun. Didn't really know what the heck I was doing. But with fishing, you know, we'd watch. I don't know if you guys remember, but Saturdays watching Bill Dance oh, yeah. and watching Girl. the Red Green Show and all all, all these fun I was big, uh, shows. I was on. a big in fisherman guy. In fisherman, yeah. So, um, always considered myself a fisherman. So, so you, you you grew up playing sports. Yeah. What made you like? I mean, what was it? that made you think you wanted to fish? Like, you, was it just that you were that close to Bass Pro? So it... I don't know. You know, being raised by a single mom, you wouldn't think uh, I'd be into that type of stuff, but I don't know. It's just something in me that made me like fishing and outdoors. I mean, I've always loved the outdoors. I always love, you know, going hiking and, you know, again, the idea of hunting. And But I don't really know why I got into it. It just, I got into it. But sports is always the number one thing I was huge into football I was wrestler baseball and that was all the way you know up through high school well so. and even into your adult life you did some coaching and oh yeah and everything yeah. else so when I know that I feel like you took the big step was you were actually coaching football um and me and you started doing a lot of kayak fishing yep I think uh, I got you into kayak you fishing. definitely got me into kayak fishing yep. and so I, when was it that you think you took that next step into like you know, like fishing actually was part of your personality. Uh, probably 2010, 2009, 2010. Basically, I mean, really, when I bought that, bought my first kayak, is really when I started ingraining myself into the whole fishing community, uh, and you know, learning about more of the baits, and uh, you know, your top water baits and your glide baits. Getting more technical with getting more with way stuff. more technical. The type of line I use on my reels, you know, what type of reels, learning about all that type of stuff. And then, uh, what was it, 2012, I think we got into the, some of the tournament kayak fishing a little bit. Um, got into with some guys that were in a local club here and uh, really enjoyed our time together and learned a lot of uh, the technical side of fishing. And, uh, yeah, and it just, I really enjoyed everything about it so I know I mean it was a few years after high school uh man it's it's been a long time man well 
I'm trying to decide, like, how old Cy? He would be 12 in April. 12. Probably around that time then. 2012. Around, he was, so, no, 2012. So, when we started trying to actually do some hunting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I think the first, the first hunting you really did was, was turkey hunting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Still haven't shot a turkey. And somehow, I have, I have been known to take multiple people turkey hunting. I'm a, I've gotten a lot of people their first turkeys. I'm kind of the one that usually gets tasked with the calling and I have taken Josh as many times as about anybody else other than, you know, me and Timmy hunting together just cuz we always have always hunted together. And I can't get Josh a turkey. I I feel like I'm a dang, uh, single three stooge when I hunt. <laughs> I I fuck everything up. Timmy whether if I have my phone on there or There may or may not be some video evidence of that as well. Yeah, I, I definitely... a few years back finally we went on a, a three man turkey hunt. And and Timmy got to see the, the uh, what I have to deal with taking Josh Turkey. But, but again, I don't know. Yeah, that's you right. Know what, you know what I'm so, saying? Like I don't know. So, I'm still learning this stuff, and partially because I can't stay still for the life of me. Um, that might be an issue, but uh, but I love it, and I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep learning, and I'm I am getting better. So, I mean, Josh, Josh is. It, it's a it's a different challenge because you know when you take a kid, you know I've I've taken my son hunting, I've taken other kids hunting, and you have that kid. There's this level of patience that you put on yourself that you're like, I'm not a very patient person, and I know that. Check. But there's a right, okay. So hey. yeah, we we all know it. It's not, it's not a hidden <laughs> thing. And but when you're taking a kid, you got this like, okay, I've got a. They don't know what they're doing. Gonna have to have some snacks. Gonna have to keep them busy. And you just you're just prepared for all this stuff. When you take another man hunting, sometimes you expect you expect like why? How does he not know to not move right now, or how does he not know not to have his phone on silent? And and it's things that, like you said, Josh has never known, and so it's actually has opened my eyes um, to a little bit different way of teaching people and bringing people in. I know my new wife, when me and her got together, I started taking her hunting. Same type of deal, you know. She's an adult, but has never been hunting, and so there again you had to open up this patience that you generally don't always have well if you're not taught if you haven't been told you don't know it's stuff that we were told when we were knee high to a grasshopper oh yeah so to us it's second nature it's something we've been doing for so many years pick up your feet don't wave your hands yeah Yeah. you know know, why is your phone not on silent there he goes didn't even check you know what i'm saying and and that happens to some of us that that happens to me at times too there's there's simple mistakes as well. You know, you always have those mental checklists when you hunt. Hey, yep. I have this, I have this, yeah. I did this. Oh, yeah. but, but I the, didn't do that. And now, you know? But now you do because yeah. you now learn. So with that being said, we've went through a few turkey seasons. Um, last year, probably your closest. <laughs> Still a fucking brainhead moment. And You it, shot. You got a shot, right? No. Yeah, yeah, he shot last year. Yeah. I did? No, I didn't. Yes, huh? So we went Oh, in, shit. Yeah, yeah. And, right. uh... We went in, and I, I, I actually, we were coming into a spot where I wanted to set up, and we came through some timber, snaking up on this little rise, and uh, I happened to see a turkey strutting down down in the field in the corner, so it was away from us. Is but this when we were done? We were like... Uh, no, 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 no. This is before. That was before that. Okay. That was a different day, I think, actually. Was it? Okay. So, we... You'll remember as I get going here. 
So as we kept going, um, I see this turkey. I see the fan sticking up over the hillside a little bit. So we get we get squatted down, and um, where are you guys at? We are. I mean, on, not exactly. Nor- you, you southwest Missouri, or north, yeah, we're north, yeah we're north yeah. of my house on a on a property. Okay, so southwest um, Missouri. Yeah, southwest Missouri on a property I got permission to hunt on, and uh, I, so we get all set up. I'm in front of Josh. We because we were we were literally crawling up to this spot. This ringing bell now, and you don't know me, but I'm not the smallest man in the world. So crawling, nor coordinated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we love each other to death, but we definitely hound each other for our so, weaknesses. That's so, what makes you stronger, right? So yeah, right. So we start. I start calling this turkey in. I get Josh to like move up in front of me, and I mean, this turkey's coming in. He, there was there was like two or three gobblers. This one breaks free, comes in, and before I started calling, I looked, and Josh has his old eight seventy. And I have a Mossberg 835 with a red dot on it. I mean, it's set up for turkey hunting. You know, three and a half inch mags, everything. I mean, it's it's my turkey gun. That's all it's for. And I look at his shotgun as he's right up in front of me, and I, I literally almost tell him, like, I, I think. Take I my should, gun. I, I think, hey, just use mine. Yeah. But it's kind of, uh, you know, he probably wants to shoot a turkey with his gun. And the bird comes in, stays out about, I mean, 35 yards, still, still doable shot. a doable shot. Yeah. Josh no, shoots. No ship shot for a turkey. No, but Josh takes a shot, hits it, it it stumbles, runs off, takes off flying, and we we're unable to find it. Um, we do go back to my house. In the in the truck ride back, I asked him when the last time he shot the shotgun was, and it had been the year before. Yeah, so this was a lesson prom- learned. It, it was an impromptu turkey hunt. Yeah, lesson and, learned. You know, make sure you're you know practicing before. So he definitely didn't. shoots it into some cardboard and he was shooting you know 10 inches low so we figured that out you know a couple hours too late yeah but that was your close chance um i've, I've definitely had chances dougie has done everything he can to get me a bird and i've definitely had my chances whether it is with birds or deer um and i haven't been able to execute and so we'll get there as far as deer hunting when did you start deer hunting oh sh- well, you should be able to tell me that. You're the one that really got me into it. Um, when were you up in St. Joe? Ooh, yeah. About 2012, 2013. So about that same time period. Okay, so that's when you started deer hunting. Um, first few years were pretty rusty, just here and there. Um, well, this, you don't even know this story, but wherever we were at with that big old hill, you had to go up the big hill. Oh, I know where you're at. You don't got to say it. Yeah, so... No, this is actually when I was in St. Joe. When I lived in St. Joe, not the big hill Rockport area. Yeah. This was the one that was just north of St. Joe. Okay. It's so another conservation area. Big hill. He puts me in a tree stand. That may have been my very first time ever in a tree stand. Oh, I don't, okay. I don't remember that, but it might have been my very first time in a tree stand, and I'm in there, I have my bow, taking pictures, think I'm cool shit, and... Uh, the hunt ends, I get down. Well, there's a guy probably 70 yards to my right hunting as well. And he gets down as well. And he goes, I'm surprised you didn't shoot that deer. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, deer went right under your stand. Oh, huh. So I learned right there, uh, things look a little bit different when you're 15, 17 feet uh-huh. up in the air. Uh, deer tend to blend into your surroundings because I believe it was cornfields around us. Okay, maybe this was at Rock 
Okay. And so, um, you know, that in itself, something as little as that, uh, being able to adjust your eyes and what to look for, I wasn't even there yet. That's how green I was oh, yeah. to hunting. Yeah, but each time you go out, if you're doing it right and you're doing it proper, each time you step foot in the woods, yeah. Yeah. you're learning. And so yeah. you finally did shoot a buck with your bow. Yeah. What yeah. year was that? That was, what, three years ago now? Um, wasn't it? Three, four oh, years at ago. at least three, yeah. Yeah, so I was actually by myself. A cousin had some land uh, north of me, and... Um, you know, obviously, each year I, I tend to get a little bit more into it. And that year, I kind of told myself, "Hey, in order to you know accomplish what you're wanting to do, you're going to have to apply yourself." So, you know, uh, before the season, had the cameras out, did everything that you're supposed to do, kind of figure out where these deer are. And I was really proud of myself in the sense that I actually had to move my stand uh, because where they were coming in at, uh, I was like, you know what? In order for me to get a deer, I'm going to have to move my stand. So. I moved my stand um, maybe the weekend after, probably a week before Halloween, um, I finally got to take my first deer. And again, I thought it was bigger than what it really was. Um, once you get down on the ground, you're she like, said. thank you. Yeah. Gosh, I, I, it took everything I had to hold that in. Yeah. And so uh, that's what she said. But I was super proud of what I accomplished by myself. Um, I did, the, I put in the time, I had the cameras out, figure out where they were. Um, and actually, you know what? That was actually five years ago because okay. that was the first year I met Haley. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I was taking her to that same spot. So it was about five years ago. So, um, but that was my last animal. That's, that's your shot only, is that your own? No, you shot a deer with your rifle once, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that was your only bow kill though. Mm-hmm. And you've been at it. So, um, obviously this, this section has taken a little bit longer. Oh, this is just so you guys got to know a little bit of. Josh's um, whereabouts of where he is on hunting and fishing. Definitely less experienced out of us three and is me. So with all that being said, we've, we've been working on him. He's been hunting more and more. Um, this season, he's taken another step. And give us a, just a quick recap of your season this year. Yeah, so I missed three deer this year. <laughs> so we've, we've missed three deer. Yeah, so I mean... We're, what it really comes down to in these five years now so from when I shot that deer to now um, practicing you know I, I need to get better at practicing being more diligent and uh, I finally have told myself after this year it's like hey either piss or get off the pot in the sense of you've got to practice you got to know what you're doing you got to know your bow um, know your limitations um, I, I, I think I rush shots I get really really excited and I don't know how to calm myself down so learning and that so, side of things too with that being said because we talked when you shot at a deer during the doe season right yeah and and you called me after shooting at a doe and uh, we kind of talked about and I started asking you some questions about where the deer was what it was doing the normal you know the, you, the first questions you ask someone after they've shot a deer and Basically, the answer to all those questions was... I don't know. Right. Yeah. So after that, we've kind of talked about kind of the trying to get prepared more for the shot, um, you know, taking some breaths and doing that. Um, Josh did come to my house later in the season with his bow because he was having a little bit of troubles, and we we tried to tune in as much as possible, decided that it was needing more than what I could do at my house, and... 
at that time, Josh does is currently shooting a Matthews Adrenaline. So I mean, it that bow's good bow. Good bow. I love that bow, but, but it's, it's, an bow. it's an old bow. It's and an hasn't old had a lot it's of an older bow. Yeah, yeah. Has it? Two thousand seven. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's a little older yeah. than I thought it was. <laughs> that's right. I think that's when Adrenaline came out. Was two thousand seven. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. And so Josh has decided to purchase a new bow. He has a Matthews Lift on order. Yep. I'm a little jelly. Yeah. And we're waiting. It's not like it's going to make me a better hunter. Well. <laughs> No. no, but it could give you that edge. It could give yeah. you the drive to get out there and shoot 25 and, arrows every night. Yeah. And starting with a bow that will be set up from the start. I have confidence. Tuned in. and ready. Um, I think we're all going to try to make a trip whenever it does come in to Bow Freaks Archery. Um, let Shannon get him all set up and go from there. Yeah, but it's, it's a confidence in your uh, equipment. You know, every time I take that adrenaline out, I don't necessarily have the most confidence. That's right. So and now we got to get this because... Next year, there could be an elk standing 30 yards in front of you. Yep. So, with that being said, we're going to go to Timmy for a recap of his 2023 season. Uh, let's jump all the way back to turkey season. I, I was just wondering if you were going to ask me about turkey hunting. We, Me and Timmy can kind of intertwine our recaps because a lot of it has been done together. We do go out on our own. Where'd we go this year? We did make a trip to Stockton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when we took the girls. Yep. we The last, I don't know, four years? Well, yeah. three now. I guess it's probably three because uh, Timmy and I have taken our wives and making a you know a four-day weekend type trip, turkey hunting each year. That way we can all hang out and do some turkey hunting and then also just get some good friend time in and hanging yeah. out. So. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite things to do is um, get people that may or may not have been in the wild outdoors in the hunting uh, not the hunting industry but just hunting in general um, if they haven't done that their whole life I love getting them out there I love introducing them to it and I think that's one reason why we enjoy just one reason why we enjoy helping BB through this time is it's it's a lot of fun it's very rewarding to help someone experience what we have grown to love and um, while my wife has grown up hunting and has taken some deer and turkey on her own, it's still fun to get them out there when their schedule may not allow them the time to go as much as we get, we do. Yeah. So that's and a big reason of taking them and I, at time, during turkey season. At some point in time, we'll probably bring our wives on here to do a little oh boy. talking on their oh boy. too. So, yeah, okay, so <laughs> won't we, be that, much talking. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> or a lot of talking. Or a lot. <laughs> so Get mine started. She oh, won't stop. <laughs> She's kind of like you, Josh. <laughs> so, yeah, we took them to Stockton. And uh, we we got on some birds. We did. We got on yeah. some birds. I don't know that anyone connected did, that that particular weekend. Yeah. Oh no, did, Charity got one. Yeah. The yeah, last day we were right. there. Yep. Yeah, Charity got a nice bird then. So um, did you go into that trip? Had you already shot a bird this year? I think I did. I felt like you had. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. I think I took one out here on the home place. On the home place, yeah. And I had shot one opening day. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, and then Charity got a nice bird. And that's what's so fun about going with uh, family, as we like to say, is even though we didn't get to pull the trigger, helping someone, um, helping family get a bird made it just as enjoyable as pulling the trigger yourself. Heck, I, most of that weekend, me and you, neither one even carried it. Yeah, it's, almost, it's a little bit of a break, a little bit. It's a little bit of babysitting, too. But yeah. um, it's fun. 
So so yeah, we went. We both went into it with the bird. Yeah. So and, so and the, the charity got one, so, and then we came back and Ashley got one. But that's their season. She did get one here. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ashley got one. So here. all of us got birds. Twenty twenty three. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then and then uh, do our typical summertime fishing, this and that. We'll have some podcasts on that. That's some fun. Yeah. Josh is definitely way more versed in the fishing world than what I am. Um, so we so we actually this year got to experience something together that we had none had got to before was like I said before I me and my wife chose to get married in Colorado so in late June all three of us were in the mountains together and we actually did some fly fishing which was Josh had never been fly fishing in the mountains you had just got there yeah no, I mean, you, right. had, you had right. just gotten a fly rod yep. well yep. okay we'll take that back because for your birthday, we took a trip. Yeah, we went to Bennett. To Bennett. So yeah. that was your... And I didn't have a fly rod then. That was your were... first fly fishing in the mountains out west. Yes. You're but that right. you yeah. didn't have a fly rod when we went for your birthday. So no. we went back later. And you, you... So your first time was like May? Probably, yeah. And then... then so we then in June we were like... Okay. Yeah. So we got to do a little fishing. Uh, they were... Had more water than what is normal at that time due to all the snow melt off. It was yeah. a cold cold spring out there. So yeah. Still yeah. a lot of snowpack. And so but we did get on some brookies. Um still fun. Yeah, had a lot of fun. Yeah, I caught my first uh brookie out there and I actually got a tattoo Let's of it. Say you, got a, you got some new ink, right? Yeah, I got some right. new ink on my left elbow. And you know, I think he was very surprised of how how much fun it could be catching five inch, six inch little bitty fish trout in the high mountain. Yes, yeah, absolutely. You know, I was such a traditional type fisherman, and then getting into fly fishing, and then it ate me up. And like Dougie said, anything I do, I do all out. And so I got really, really into it. And now it's more of a challenge. I think there's more of a science, but the uh, tranquility of uh, fly fishing uh, out west, I think it's just more of a, I don't know if it's a stereotype or what, but it feels uh, very... uh, Therapeutic. Therapeutic. There you go. Yep. Connect. Well, that's part of why we do it. Yeah. Why we you do know, it. When you're it, when right? you when you're at, at the bank all day long, you know you're not outside. You're not you're not in the sunshine. You're not. There's no. There's no breeze on your neck. Nope. There's no uh, sun beating down on your skin. And so, so after that we came back and I actually ended up catching probably my largest smallmouth ever. On a float trip, with you, Timmy, mm-hmm. and actually didn't even bring a flat. I didn't even bring a rod with me at all because I was taking my wife and her daughter in a canoe and Timmy decided suicide yeah and Timmy decided that morning he said hey why don't you just take one of mine and so was that for my birthday it was wasn't yeah. it yeah I think so sorry I couldn't show up and so took a, took a rod and we caught some fish throughout the day one of my biggest smallies came on your rod yeah you're right so so there we go. We, we just, like to use each other's rods. That's right. Everything is oh shared boy. around here. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. So fast forward to deer season. Uh, for me, I was uh, fortunate enough to take five this year. I took three with uh, archery and two with my muzzleloader. Um, most of that was some deer, con- deer population control. Um, two of them were here on the homestead. One was uh, up north on our trip, Dougie, up yeah. north. Um, and then two more does were on the newly acquired farm. 
So the the funny thing about Timmy and his deer, like he said on the northern trip, I've only shot one deer this year. Um, my my season was slower than normal. Um, I was battling my shoulder, and uh, just with everything else busy, didn't get out as much as I normally do. Uh, I was able to shoot a buck on our northern hunting trip, and when I shot my buck, another the third buck out of the same tree. Yeah, third good buck out of the same tree. Crazy. I should say. Uh, Timmy made a comment that he was going to shoot the next legal buck that came by him. True story. And I said, "This is my first bet. time hearing this." Story. Oh, I said, "Bet." And uh, fifteen minutes later, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. That's how it, I don't know how it works that way. Fairly quick, Timmy said, "Got one." Deer down. And uh, I'm like, "No way." He's like, "I told you I'd shoot the next legal one." Yeah, it it was probably it by far the smallest buck I have shot with a bow in years. But as they say, you can't eat the horns. And this was a place that we have been fortunate enough to go for. I had been going there for over twenty years. And Dougie, you've been going for would you say ten? Close, close yeah. to ten. Yeah. Um, and um, it's just a gift from God, just a blessing that we've been able to go there this long. And the the landowner said that we could come as uh we could we could make it up there each season um and he wouldn't sell until his dad passed away and two years ago his dad did pass away and he had no choice but to sell some of the land so it's kind of um the the land available to hunt up there has got smaller and smaller and kind of made it more and more difficult which is part of hunting um there's nothing uh, you can do about it you're going to acquire some land you're going to lose some land and you just got to roll with it and um so dougie had shot the third good buck out of the same tree, same same stand, same tree. It's insane. And uh, when he said that, and the hunting was a little slow up there. It was. It was a lot smaller and, of and, area that we could go. And when he says same tree and same stand, it, this isn't like a ladder stand that's been up for Mm-mm. ever. Like, we carry our stands in on our backs. Yeah. Hung each year. And we move around. But I found this spot. And I've actually even shot another buck out of that that we didn't find out of that same tree. That one is another one that's on camera. Yes, that's with that hunt that's on YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it's it's not just your typical like oh we have that great ladder stand over there that you can just go to every time, but it's just an area that funnels some deer through, and I've seen some good ones in there. I've been fortunate enough to take a few. So that was our deer season. Uh, like we said earlier, uh, rifle season also was very slow weather very was warm ridiculous um, my wife was able to shoot her second buck with a rifle this year and timmy's wife took a good buck that eventually will be on on youtube as well yep yep so with that being said um probably wrap this episode up we have rambled on long enough probably uh the next few weeks we will talk together get some stuff planned out and start from here on out episodes will probably have more of a singular theme this was just kind of a let's get out here let's record something so that we can work on our editing see how it sounds and just put ourselves out there so any last words from either of you two let us know yeah yeah we're just three normal guys we are not professional hunter hunters or fishermen um, we are not inherently wealthy. Um, we're just like you guys. We only have a limited amount of time to be in the woods, be on the water, 
Um, we are a blue collar gentleman. Work for every penny we have. We're not sponsored. Sure. We are doing it just like you guys are. And, and we're not looking to make money off of this. We're not. This is just something we like getting together anyway. This gives us an excuse to get together, you know, a couple times a month, jack around, make fun of each other, share some stories. What friends do. So, with that being said, I think we'll get out of here and see you the next time. Later. I love it. You guys are so great.